0: Yes, hello and welcome to Talking Talk. My name is Tim Renkema and thank you very much for tuning in on this very lovely night. I'm currently broadcasting from our Sydney studio and it is gorgeous. 22 degrees. Although, I did check out the swell at uh, Cronulla Beach today. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in Cronulla at the moment. But we'll get some swell eventually. I heard there's some cyclones happening up north. We might check in with someone from Queensland a bit later on and see what's happening with their swell. They might be getting some six footers up there. That might be happening. I'm not sure we we, we, we we get confused. there's there's a different sort of measuring system I think between New South Wales and and Queensland and uh, they say six foot, we say three foot, you know it doesn't really work, does it? But we'll try and uh, get a hold of someone from Queensland who might be able to give us a bit of a surf report and what's happening with that cyclonic weather up there. But in New South Wales today, another cracker of a day, but unfortunately, when the weather's nice, people get out and start spreading something called COVID-19. Oh, man. And I've got a confession to make. Big confession. I am positive. I've always been a positive kind of guy, but uh, I am officially COVID positive. And that's why I'm on the air right now. I've got a lot of time to kill. I'm in isolation. I'm coming to you from the den, the interactive studio. And i got nothing else to do. So I thought I'd jump on the Body Surf Podcast YouTube channel. And go live. I'll be here all the way to midnight, taking your calls, reading your emails, getting your opinion on the air. Because that's what we want to hear. We want to hear what you've been up to. What your plans are for the new year. I I made a pretty big New Year's resolution. I'll share that with you later. But uh, maybe maybe you want to share with us what you're going to be doing in 2022. Apart from having COVID, I'm feeling very positive about this year, and we've got big plans here on the Body Surf Podcast. Now, unfortunately, Oi is unable to join us tonight because uh, he's also got the COVID. It's a it's a, a Body Surf Podcast double play. We've we've both been hit with the COVID nineteen. Uh, he, he got it a few days before me, so uh, yeah, he's, he's bedridden and not feeling that great. So thoughts and prayers with my co-host, Matthew O'Donnell. Hopefully we might be able to check in with him later in the week, but, but for now I'm riding solo and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight, so please get in touch. Get in touch with us. We want to hear from you. What have you been up to? As someone outside the den studio does a burnout, I do live on a main road here. And uh, you will hear some hooligans, some hoons, some absolute tool bags doing some silly things on the roads. But uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm safe. I'm in isolation. And I want to connect with our lovely audience, the Body Surf Podcast audience. Uh, let's hear from you guys. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email, thebodysurfpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to try and give us a call, jump on Instagram and try and give us a call on our Instagram pages. We've got at boys and at bodysurf podcast. Give us a call and uh, we'll, we'll have a bit of a chat on the air and... Yeah, hopefully you guys are doing all right. If if you're if you're bedridden, if you're suffering from uh, you know parting a bit too hard over the the holiday period, uh, uh, let's let's check in with each other and see how we're doing. It is the fourth of January, two thousand and twenty-two, uh, and happy New Year! Happy New Year to everyone. I'm very excited about this new year. We've got a lot of big things planned for the Body Surf Podcast. When regular programming comes back. I've been in production meetings all day with uh, our executive producer, Wolfo, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're booking some really great guests and uh, throughout the week while I jump on and do this live show from uh, 10 p.m. to midnight for the next few nights, uh, we might let you know what what we've got planned for for the year. But, uh I think we should maybe take our first caller for the night. Uh, I believe we've we've got our first caller on the line. If I can just figure out how to do this. All right, all the way from Chatswood, Damon is on the line. How you doing, Damon? Hey Copper, how you going? Yeah, good man. Now you're calling from the North Shore, and uh, you recently got uh, a test, a COVID test. So how did that go?
1: Uh, well, basically, we had a guy at my work who had tested positive. Um, I had the rapid antigen test here, but I thought I'd go and get the PCR, go to the hospital, and get that done. Mm. Um, just kind of you know just a peace of mind for me so I'm now in isolation and waiting for um for the results from that
0: okay and uh now you you've taken a a rapid test as well and that's come back negative um is that good enough for your workplace to return back to the office
1: well I think I think so but like I mean they're you know they're kind of respecting the fact that I'm waiting for the PCR because you know I, I imagine that that's probably a bit more accurate isn't it
0: Mm, yeah, that's right. Now, um, you, you mentioned off-air that you are isolating, uh, just to be safe. Your your wife and your son, they've they've gone up north. Whereabouts are they currently staying?
1: So, they're currently in our elementary passage, just in, uh, just close to Nelson Bay. Oh, lovely uh, spot, uh, yeah. Parents have... Yeah, it's beautiful up there.
0: Now, Damon, are you much of a body surfer? Have you ever jumped in the water and had a bit of a paddle?
1: Mate, I am the least bit... Um, like water person that
0: you've ever met when you went to school did you ever do uh, squad training or did you do like you know they call it like the dolphin um, the, the, I forget what it's all called you have those different grades like tadpole, frog, dolphin I did, uh, yeah I did, I did nippers oh really you're a nippers boy yeah,
1: just, yeah del- del-
0: del- what was your favourite part about the nippers when it ended <laughs> going to the the, end the, uh, the the tuck shop afterwards
1: mate yeah 100% getting those hot chips like this is the thing like I'm not yeah I'm not water like real, my dad would take us down to the beach and that'd that be fun like every now and then but you know I'm not yeah I'm not sporty in any way shape or form
0: now when you were in the nippers did you ever do the relay where you jump for the the little hose that sticks out of the the sand
1: yeah I think so I can't really remember it was quite you know it was quite a while ago I am 32 now so that was probably our way within at least twenty five odd years ago.
0: Well maybe um, maybe yeah, your new year's resolution, Damon, should be to, to jump into the water and give body surfing a try. It's a great sport and anyone can do it.
1: Yeah, I mean like I hear you know, I hear you got, you and know, talk about it all the time about how great it is and I you know, I am I am interested in that. Like it does sound like does sound like a lot of
0: fun. Oh, let's do it. Let's uh let let's rally up the troops and uh we'll let what, what's the closest beach to you? You're up north, so we could maybe go somewhere there. <laughs>
1: Well, well, probably maybe like it'd be like somewhere around you know like Manly or Avoca or um or one of those maybe you know one of those places like maybe up yeah just up that way.
0: That that sounds lovely. Now, what was your New Year's resolution, Damon? Did, do you do the whole New Year's resolution thing?
1: See, the thing is, I used to, but like I never keep to them, so I don't really bother anymore. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, it would be nice to maybe um you know, maybe try and get it healthy and lose some weight. I I am a little bit overweight. I would like it would it'd be nice to maybe yeah like I said try and yeah, you know, do a bit more exercise and lose a little bit of weight
0: there. Well, there you go. Body surfing is one of the best ways to to start exercising, to lose some weight, and also have some fun. And we have some some big boys in the community that love getting pitted. So I reckon you'd do really well on a nice little wave at, at Manly Beach. So let's let's organise that, Damon. We'll uh we'll grab your details off the air and we'll we'll arrange that.
1: Yeah, excellent.
0: Sound, yeah, sounds great, mate. How was your New Year's?
1: Oh, I was um, working, hmm. and then I uh, I got home just before midnight, so I was able to watch the fireworks on TV. Oh. Which, by the way, fireworks, fireworks on TV, not very impressive.
0: <laughs> do you like fireworks in real life?
1: Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, no, I do. Like it's um, you know, they're, you know, they're very impressive in real life, but it's just on TV you don't get that same kind of um, I don't know, experience, I guess.
0: Now, are you one of those people that like filming fireworks when you're at a fireworks display?
1: mate no in, you, you're there you're in the moment just enjoy it like yeah i i, I see these people i see people too like yeah, you know, i've been been at fireworks before i only went down went down to the Harbour one time and you know you see all the people with their ipads and their iphones I'm like who are you showing this to like, mm. like what, what for what reason are you keeping this like yeah. so yeah it's, it's no, I, I i'm totally against it
0: well there you go i think that's a great mantra to have enjoy the moment and, uh, yeah, savor those memories. And uh, thanks so much for, for calling in, Damon. Uh, all the best in the new year.
1: Yeah, no problem, Tim. I'm Have a good one, mate.
0: Damon from Chatswood there. And, uh, yeah, let's get him in the water. That, that sounds like a great way to start the new year. Maybe someone who, who hasn't had a crack at body surfing before. That, that's a great New Year's resolution to have, to, to give it a go. It's such an inclusive sport. Anyone can do it. It's a lot of fun, and it's pretty easy. You know, even even kooks like myself can uh, get a wave here and there. So, uh, yeah, give us a call. Jump on Instagram, Budgie Boys, or Bodysurf Podcast. You can also send me an email, thebodysurfpodcast at gmail.com. Now, Gareth from the Sutherland Shire has sent through an email. Thanks for, for getting in touch with us, Gareth. Uh, he writes, Tim, sorry to hear you're a leper. Hope it's mild and you you recover quickly. I've been spending my days trying out new waves in the Shoalhaven Heads area. Had a nipper nearly wash away in front of me in a rip today. Maybe it was a it was it was a young Damon out there. But uh yeah, he, he's loving his time uh, out at the, the Shoalhaven area and uh, he enjoyed the breakfast show we did, uh, our final show for 2021. And uh, here's a few ideas that Gareth has for our COVID shows over the next few nights. Any tips for building experience on harder waves? Now, (laughs) I might not be the right person to talk to about this, but maybe we can get a big wave expert on the show and they might have some ideas. So he's thinking about trying a reef break and how to, to get into sort of bigger wave surfing. Also, he wants to see if we can maybe uh, talk about uh, like the the little, like little, pesty things that that come with body surfing. So, things like sunburn, things like chafing, things like flipper rash, things like swimmers and uh, getting water in the ear. Yeah, definitely we can touch on that. And and I've got my own personal experiences, but what, what have you guys? got going on out there i know a few of the budgie boys have a, a few little tips and tricks for these sort of things so it'd be great if they could get in touch with us uh tide talk he wants us to talk about <laughs> where'd you go on high tide now it's been a pretty pretty big monster high tide in Cronulla lately and uh i was out surfing yesterday before i got the news that I was COVID positive. I went for a body surf with some of the boys. Now, I'm not sure if I infected them. I have sent them the awkward text message to say, hey, I'm really sorry. I'm positive. You might want to get tested. But I was body surfing yesterday and there was a high tide. And what happened was I, uh, I caught a wave in. I was sort of getting over it. It wasn't that great. And I, I caught a wave sort of right up to the cement wall at Cronulla. At at, uh, at Allura, North Cronulla. And I took my flippers off. And then as I was taking my flippers off, a big bit of like rippy backwash came and hit me. And it took one of my flippers and it just got sucked into the abyss. And I was spewing. I was absolutely spewing. This is the third flipper I have lost. I I ride Tech 2 Hydros, Ice Blue. Size large, and uh, yeah, I, I'm just so devastated that I've lost it. Not because I lost a flipper, because they're very easy to replace. I've actually found them for sale online for a pretty reasonable price. But Dane Torres from Hawaii, who rides for Defin, gave me these nice little flipper pads. They're, they're very – I think they're called luxury pads. And you whack them on the back of your your flipper on the heel and they just feel so nice. And uh, they aren't flipper savers, obviously, because I lost them, but they do help you sort of, uh, you know, just get in there nicely. And they don't come off as much unless you're an idiot like me and, and you know, take off your flipper too early and then get hit by a little wave. So, if anyone from Team DeFint know where I can get some of these pads, if anyone has them in stock, I, I've, I've looked online. I think I might be able to get them from a website from the UK. But if anyone's got some in Australia and uh, is willing to sell them to me, I would like to buy some. So, anyone from Team DeFint... <laughs> <laughs> anyone from Hawaii listening, um, anyone from the Australian defense team hopefully can help me out with that one. So yeah, uh, uh, definitely when, when it's high tide, uh, Cronulla is not a great place to go. Yeah, so uh, Tide Talk. Gareth wants to hear us talk about the Tide. Um, the best body surfing apps he also wants us to, to have a chat about, mainly for like surf reports. So I don't know if there's any, ex- you know, um, specific body surfing apps, but there's definitely a lot of surf apps. Some of them are, are pretty shocking. I'm getting sick of, of these surf reports, and, and they're mainly coming through on group chats. People are saying, hey, the surf's meant to be good tomorrow, and it's not. Well, I don't know what apps they're using or, or what forecasts they're reading, but, jeez, they, they, they don't know when, when the surf's coming because, you know, people have told me to get down quickly, get down there early while, you know, it's not too windy because there's going to be a bit of swell, and it's been pretty shocking. So, yeah, what what um, surf apps do you use to, to read the forecast? And any other technology people use? I, I know back in the day there was a, a wakeboard company called Liquid Force. They're, they're still around, actually. And they put out waterproof headphones and a waterproof MP3 player. Does anyone listen to music while they're body surfing? That would be pretty cool, listening to to some tunes or you might be tuning into the body surf podcast. So what are the best body surf apps? Let us know. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much. Gareth uh, from the Sullen Shy got in touch with us via the email. So feel free to get in touch that way. It's probably the best way to get in touch because uh, it looks like our, our Instagram is a bit unstable. We, we, we should be able to take some phone calls on the Instagram. So, so jump on the Instagram uh Budgie boys at Budgie boys or at body surf podcast you can also as i said send us an email the body surf podcast at gmail.com this is talking talk with tim renkema i'm tim renkema and uh i think i think it's time maybe to uh talk a bit of cricket now <laughs> I had tickets I have tickets to go to day 2 of the Sydney Test match. It's the Ashes, Australia versus England, and I was looking forward to this so much. I was going to go day 2, the day before my birthday and 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 watch Australia take on England and uh, at the moment it's 3 nothing. Australia uh, are playing pretty well, but uh, I think the issue is England are not playing very well at all. <laughs> so uh, if you want to give us a call about the cricket, let us know. I, I, you know. I'm in ISO, so I'll be watching every day of the cricket. I hope it, it goes a bit longer than the last match at the, SC, uh, at the MCG. Uh, that was, that was uh, pretty, pretty shocking from the English team. So if you want to give us a call about the cricket, get in touch. At Budgie Boys on Instagram or at Body Surf Podcast. You can also send me an email, thebodiesurfpodcast at gmail.com. Now, I believe we have someone on the line who, uh, <laughs> who might have a few things to say about the English team. Uh, Jimmy from Coniston. How are you doing, Jimmy? Yeah, good Tim. How are you? Yeah, going all right. Now, can I detect a slight English accent there?
1: That is correct. Yes, you're right.
0: Ooh, how are you how are you feeling? <laughs> Unfortunately at the moment, you're right. Yeah, how are you how are you feeling about this uh this current whitewash of the Australian ashes, the Australian versus English ashes?
2: Oh, I mean it's a bit of a shambles. kind now, of uh I'm hiding my accent as I'm walking around town, you know?
0: (laughs) Is anyone anyone giving you a bit down in Coniston?
2: No, not really. I've heard there's a few, you know, fellow poms around here. Um, But apart from my neighbour, who is uh, in Tasmania at the moment, but he
0: hasn't been able to give me too much grief, which is good. Mm. Now, the Australian team has been announced for tomorrow. Tomorrow is day one of the Sydney Test. Uh, it is game four. If Australia win this one, this is four for none, and uh, we will be heading to Tasmania to potentially have a five-none whitewash. Now, the team has been announced. Uh, a few little changes here. So David Warner and Marcus Harris will be opening the batting. Um Manus Labashay, Steve Smith, Usman Kowaja comes in. Um I believe he is um who who is he replacing, Jimmy?
2: Um not Travis Head, was it?
0: Yeah, so he'll he'll be taking the spot yeah. of Travis Head who who actually um has COVID at the moment. So that's an interesting one. Isn't it nice to have Usman Kowaja just waiting in the wings ready to, to come out? He's one of Australia's best players and he's, he's currently a reserve who just comes in when needed
2: hundred percent. Yeah. We're, he's only, like Tim Payne dropping out. He, he he's only you know, it's only strengthening the team, I
0: think, with well, the new keeper coming Well in. that's so, it. It gives these these guys opportunity. And um yeah, as we work down the list we've got Usman Quajer, Cameron Green, Alex Carey the wicket keeper, who who came in for Tim Payne, as you mentioned, Pat Cummings as captain, Mitchell Stark, Nathan Lyon, and Scott Boland who got Seven wickets at the MCG. That was just incredible. And hopefully the SCG pitch will be doing something similar.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I heard uh, from England's point of view, they haven't announced the team.
3: However, (laughs) I believe
2: Stuart Broad, yeah. Well, they're too scared to probably. But I think Broad might be coming back in. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know why you're laughing at that, but Yeah.
0: Well, a um, little too late, maybe. Yeah, well and, and 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 speaking from the Australian camp as well, Hazelwood um, has has uh, an injury, a side strain, and uh, I, I believe that's why Bolland gets to Scott Bolland gets to to keep his spot, but I think he also earned his spot with with how he performed on the MCG.
2: I reckon, definitely.
0: Now, if we work our way down the, the the English team, I've I've heard there there aren't going to be any changes. Um, I, I think it's a bit too late to be swapping things around. Um, so, what what are England going to try and do differently as, as they march out there tomorrow?
2: Well, I think they should get Joe Denley, Alex Hales, and probably Alastair Cook in the back line lineup. To be honest, I think that's our only <laughs> hope.
0: Oh, I wonder what Alastair Cook's uh, batting average is on the SCG. I know uh, he 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 hit like you know mm-hmm. some some crazy crazy um, centuries uh, all over the place, but uh, I wonder how he would do on the SCG.
2: I think he'd be. I think getting out there, you know, he's uh, he's not over the hill yet.
0: Do you know how old Alistair Cook is, Jimmy?
2: Oh, I'd be guessing. I'd be guessing thirty six now. I'm not sure.
0: Let me have a, a quick look on the Google. Uh, it says he he's thirty seven years old. Uh, for a cricketer, oh. uh, well, yeah, I guess I guess that is pretty old. Um, how, however, I've been hearing some whispers that um some of the Aussie boys might be thinking about retirement just to finish on top. You know, if we go out five nothing, and uh, you're you're yeah. you know coming up to the end of your career, why not? finish uh with with an ashes in your hand so i'm thinking mitchell stark might be might be thinking about giving it away because you know these fast bowlers they come in pretty quick steaming in and just giving it at them all and they're smashing their foot their ankles are just yeah just weathering away to nothing so could we potentially see mitchell stark um, maybe retire at the end of, of this test
2: I mean, maybe that that gives me a good chance to mention the fact that two of England's quickest bowlers, uh, Ollie Stone and Joffa Archer, are actually uh, unfortunately injured and couldn't make it uh, over to Australia. Of course, if they had been there, we all know it would have been, you know, maybe 4-0 to Australia.
0: Now, the, the only thing I remember about Archer was he, he was lethal with the ball during the last Ashes over in England, but... He also wore these massive gold chains. Now, as a as a fast bowler, like why would you weigh yourself down with these chains? Was
2: <laughs> it? Well, I mean, I don't know if it's an homage to like wasn't it uh, Ambrose and who used to, to bomb into West Indies with uh, with all the gold on? I'm not sure. Uh, you know. Maybe it's that.
0: I don't know. Archer didn't really show off the chest hair as, as much. Um he, he he was quite conservative in that sense. Uh but yeah, what a player. Yeah. And um so you're saying Archer is injured and, and that's the reason he was not selected to, to come on this Australian yeah. tour?
2: He had an elbow fracture. We we basically over bowled him because you know, we're not exactly uh Rich in in bowlers as well as batters mm. in the last few years, so we did over bowl them. I think that was
0: a problem. Yes, yes, which can definitely happen with those those blokes. Um, now, Jimmy, tomorrow we uh, have the first day of the Sydney Test at the SCG. Uh, first ball will be around eleven a.m. local time. Are you thinking England are going to have a crack? I
2: mean. I think the kind of pressure's gone off them a bit. I think if they, you know, win the toss, I think they've got to have a got to have a, a hit, really. And uh, I think you might be surprised what they want, let's just say.
0: I hope so. I hope they put on a bit of a contest for us. Now, uh, uh, game five, heading to Tasmania because Western Australia, Perth, did not want to host it due to current COVID issues over there. Do you think... Uh, England are going to enjoy maybe going down to Tasmania where sometimes it's a bit cooler, maybe closer to English conditions and, and have, a, have a crack for their last game here in Australia?
2: I think it's a good idea in theory because, yeah, I mean, Broad and Anderson uh, both bowled to those conditions. Uh, they call it UK-style conditions over there. But, <laughs> again, like we, we haven't got any – we can't just suddenly – when I was joking about Denley, but who are we going to bring into bat? You know, there's not enough. There's no one there that's any good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, um, the Melbourne Stars in in the the T20 Big Bash, they they were really hit hard with COVID. I think they lost almost like ten players due to COVID, and they were sort of saying, "Hey, anyone in the area who's playing sort of club cricket." come down and have a hit for the, the Melbourne Stars. And some people, you know, who, who were playing sort of lower grades got an opportunity to play in the Big Bash. Yeah. A similar thing has been said for the English team. Hey, if you've got an English passport, <laughs> come come to the SCG tomorrow or come to Tassie in a few weeks' time and uh, we might give you a, a whack out there.
2: I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm totally ready.
0: You you got the call-up for uh, to play for Wollongong Uni recently, and uh, they wanted you to open, but uh, I don't think you were even ready for for that level cricket. So are you ready for, you know, test match cricket? Uh,
2: I mean, I could give it a go, number 10. I could steam in to the slip cordon, maybe. I
0: I can see you as a substitute fielder, maybe um, going out and and, (laughs) and letting the English guys come in and have a quick shower, uh, and then they can (laughs) be rested up and and, and steam in again.
2: I'm up for it, mate. I'm, I'm there.
0: Well, there he is—the uh, the substitute fielder, Jimmy from Coniston. How, how was your New Year's? Did you have a good one.
2: It was quiet. Yeah, very quiet. I was in bed at half ten.
0: Now, did you make a New Year's yeah. resolution?
2: Um, i, I, I just didn't I didn't bother this year. No.
0: Just to 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 get a spot on the English cricket team.
2: Other than to get
0: a spot on the English cricket team. Yeah. Yeah, that was basically it. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, calling up, Jimmy. Have a lovely night. You too, mate. See you. Jimmy from Coniston. Uh, thanks for, for calling in, mate. Yeah, give us a give us a call if you want to have your say here on Talking Talk on the Body Surf Podcast with Tim Renkema. And it's 33 minutes past 10, 33 minutes past 9 in Queensland. Now, it wouldn't be the Body Surf Podcast if we didn't hear from this bloke, Uh, one of the best in the biz, one of the best uh, podcasters, one of the best uh, radio personalities, one of the best body surfers going around. It's Matthew, the big dog, Owie O'Donnell. How you doing, Oe?
4: You're too kind to
0: me, you're too kind. Oh my goodness, what is going on with your voice?
5: (laughs) (laughs) I've got the beard.
0: Mate, I, I sent through a few scripts uh, this afternoon so you could do some voiceovers for us, and you said, no, 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 my voice is, is gone, I can't do it, but you're sounding silky smooth, mate.
4: Well, yeah, that's kind of what happens when you, when you get a, a little bit of sickness. It's like when you wake up in the morning, you want to do a vocal record, you, yeah, um, your vocal cords are nice and nice and relaxed so you can heat, hit those lower notes, that's what I'm feeling like right now, mm, but, Timmy, yeah. uh, it's...
2: I'd tell you right now,
4: it, it's not good. The symptoms that I've got are not good.
0: <laughs> now, you are double vaxxed, um, yes. and I'm assuming you've got the Omicron variant. Um, people are saying it is a, a more milder form of COVID. However, it, it, it can hit people pretty hard. So it sounds like you're, you're taking it um, yeah, pretty pretty hard right now.
4: Yeah, listen, Tim, I was doing some research today on the different variants and uh, how being vaccinated will um, protect you against uh, the symptoms that you receive from infection. And uh, it looks like people that have been double vaccinated are fairly well protected against the Omicron variant. Um, They're saying that the the symptoms that you will show are more likely to be um, just tiredness and uh and and a sore throat kind of the stabbing pain in your throat um that's been pretty common uh less common was losing taste which was a big one for the delta variant uh for us here um my wife april she actually lost her taste we've had very different
1: mm-hmm.
4: um experiences with our uh our, our COVID infection over the last 14 days but um yeah, listen, Tim. It, it hasn't been a fun one, and I'm kind of just coming through the end of it now. But still got that really sore throat, uh, and I've got quite the um, quite the amount of medication just to try and counter it. I, I know that you're also um, you've also tested positive, Timmy. Um, uh, what are you taking for it? Um, what, what's the what are the kind of things that that you're doing? Because I want to try and get some some ideas of people who have been infected and and what helped for them
0: well it's day one for me OE I only tested uh, positive this morning and uh, I did the, the the rapid test and uh, yeah I actually did like three rapid tests because I, I couldn't believe it I, I was like and, it, and that that second line is is very faint. Um, but <laughs> it, it's, it's the, the line of death. So yeah, I, I did get uh, a few positive rapid tests and then I went to a clinic in Helensburg. So I had to, I had to travel about half an hour down South from Sutherland just to do the, the actual proper test. And, uh, I will get my results probably in 48 hours or so. And I felt bad doing that because I knew I, I was positive but they made me sit in a line and people were coming up close to me and I was trying to stay away. And I I didn't want to make a scene and say, Hey, Hey, you know, get, get away from me kind of thing. But we're all there for the same reason. So statistically speaking, most of us in that line had COVID. Uh, So yeah, I, I, I don't understand what's happening with, with the, these testing procedures. If you test positive with a rapid, you're meant to go to a clinic straight away and get tested. However, it was a public holiday yesterday here, uh, today's first day back uh, to, to, to for, for a lot of people who work and it's still, I drove around and could not find a clinic anywhere and uh, that, that was my biggest issue with this whole thing and uh, a lot of people share that opinion um, but I'm, I'm feeling okay, I'm feeling pretty good, I'm here in the interactive studio in the den it's, it's quite hot in here and I'm actually broadcasting in my budgies right now and I'm not sure if that's because all the equipment is is heating up or if I've got a fever. So who knows? Um, but yeah, in terms of dealing with it, oh you're probably the expert. You're, you're coming to the end of your time with, with COVID-19. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've just stocked up on a lot of food. I've stocked up on a lot of drinks. I'm ready to watch The Ashes tomorrow. I'm very disappointed. I, I'm unable to attend, but I'll be watching it at home, and I'm just going to take it easy. And I thought, well, why not jump on and do a show uh, while uh, I'm in isolation? So that's why we're doing this. And uh, if we can work out a way, if you're feeling good, if you want to co-host this with us maybe you know, a few nights this week, let's, let's work out how we can do that.
4: Yeah, well, I don't know if anyone remembers, but if you're at Wompoff – not Wompoff, sorry, Womp Camp about three years ago, we bought that big brown, ugly – sound desk that you had to smack over the head to to get the bugs out. That's the only uh, piece of equipment that I have here on site. So I don't know whether I'll be able to co-host with you unless I go and uh, buy myself a USB microphone. Now, I know we've been talking about that, but because I'm in isolation, obviously uh, I can't go and uh, just buy one. I'll have to buy one online and get it dropped off. Anyway, Timmy, um, let me just run you through... A couple of things that might help you on your uh, during your lockdown, depending on what uh, what symptoms you do get. Because as I said, uh, April and I have experienced uh, two very different um, journeys with our um, COVID infection, mm. and um, yeah, so we've had we've had to go and uh, send people out to to buy lots of different medications just to kind of quell our symptoms um, and make it a little bit more. Um, manageable so for myself I've only really had the sore throat so with April she she lost her sense of taste she had a a few body aches she was very tired um one of the big things that we were suggested to get was hydrolyte so you want to stay very hydrated so drink a lot of water um our 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 friend Benjamin Brown the uh nurse Ben you may know him from play school he uh he, he suggested that we get ourselves some European. Um and Now, that's just to kind of quell your, your headache. I've got here some Codral cold and flu. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I've got some ibuprofen capsules, uh, uh, and definitely you've got to get some strepsil uh, just so when that, that stabbing pain in your throat uh, starts getting a bit how you're going, you'll want to take some strepsil. Now, I've got some um, sore throat gargles, the dean brand, and um, we've, we've just got that today, and that's actually been helping quite a lot just to kind of get rid of the, those germs in there that cause that stabbing pain. So, yeah, to me, it's, um, it's, been a, it's been a very big journey, but anyone out there listening that might be infected with COVID, um, those are the things that have been helping for me. Uh, apart from that, um, we're just getting a lot of sunshine. We're very lucky here where, where we are. We can go outside and we can use the, the pool um, that we have here at our place. And we've just been getting a lot of sunshine and, um, and, and trying to stay hydrated, Tim.
0: Are you counting down the days until you can body surf again?
4: Well, uh, I, I am. I actually went for a, a sneaky little drive today. I didn't get out of the car. I left the windows wound up, um, so there was, I didn't actually go technically go outside. Um, but here's the thing, Tim: I, I haven't actually tested positive yet. <laughs> so what happened was on Christmas Eve, uh, we went to my family's Christmas down in Sydney, and we we got there and and we're having our um, normal crispy lunch and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, came home, did a pretty day lunch with April side of the family, and then on uh, Boxing Day, we got a message from one of my family members and he said that he'd done a rapid test and he tested positive. So we automatically just kind of went into uh, like a self-isolation then, just to kind of monitor the symptoms. April started developing symptoms later on that day, um, and we waited a couple of days and we both had the rapid antigen test come back negative. Hmm. So we were still kind of feeling a bit like, oh, like we've got a few symptoms, we'll push it out and, and we'll see what happens. We originally were going to Tasmania, so yeah. um, to go to Tasmania, you have to get a clear PCR test within 72 hours now. As everyone knows who, who's going away at the moment, that's really, really hard to do. So we decided on the 28th, we'll go and get our PCR test. We'll get up early in the morning and we'll uh, hopefully we'll get our results back and I'll come back negative and mm. we'll go to Tasmania. Uh, so we got up at six in the morning. The testing clinic clinic didn't open until 7.30. We were there at 6.30 and the line was already three and a half hours long.
2: Yeah,
4: yep, so, yep. so we were in, in line and we waited three and a half hours. We got tested. Now, our test results didn't come back until New Year's Eve for myself (laughs) and New Year's Day for April. Now, I came back negative. Wow. And April came back positive. Mm -hmm. So the theory is is that April has contracted the virus from um, someone in my family, most likely my cousin, um, and then passed it on to me about three or four days later. So we've had to isolate um, from the period of pretty much Christmas Day, Boxing Day, until the 9th or 10th of January because I didn't receive the infection until about four or five days later. So we've just kind of been, been here inside, Jimmy, and and um, trying to make the most of our holidays that got taken off us. Of.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people's holidays have been ruined by this Uh I feel like it's just it's all happened at once you know I think Christmas New Year's it got the best of us. Um, I went and got tested uh, a few days before Christmas because uh, I was a, a casual contact it just said to monitor for symptoms and uh, and to yeah not do anything unless unless prompted otherwise by Service New South um, Wales. However, I was encouraged to get a, a proper test. Um, so I could return to work. Uh, however, it was only two days until Christmas. So, um, yeah, it was a bit tricky, and it took it took about six days to get a, a, that result back. I was negative at that time, and, and obviously, I've I've um, gotten COVID over the New Year's period. I'm not sure where I got it, but you know, I went to a few things here and there. I've been body surfing every morning. So I've messaged everyone and, and, and warned them, but, uh, yeah, hopefully I haven't infected too many people. And as you said, uh, like, uh, my partner, Sarah has, has not yet got it, but she, you know, I'm, I've been sneezing in her face every 10 minutes just to, to make sure she gets it with me. Cause we're in this together, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, like I've heard that as well. A lot of couples, uh, only one gets it, and 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 then what do you do? Do you isolate or do you or do you just uh, bunker down? So it looks like you and April are in that together, and, and Sarah and myself are in this together, and and a few other uh, family and friends are doing the same thing. So yeah, let's let's just uh, hope we we can can get rid of this and maybe uh, be a bit more careful in the future so we don't get it again. Um, I'm keen to get my booster as soon as possible, and uh, yeah, uh, let's try and get on with life because. 2022, I reckon we're going to go real, real hard here on the body surf podcast,
2: mate. That's the that's the hope,
4: isn't it? You know, we 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 want to be around for the listeners.
0: Um,
4: <laughs> we we want to give the listeners what they want to hear, and what they want to hear is less of us and more of body surfers.
2: Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. So the more body surfers we can get on for this show in 2022, the better, Timmy.
0: Yeah, and uh, Wolfo's been working overtime to, to book some big names in, so I'm very excited to start interviewing again. Now we might be interviewing via Zoom again, um, and, and if, if we have to do things safely, that, that's an option, but uh, I really enjoy doing those face-to-face interviews, so hopefully we'll be able to catch up some with some big gets in 2022.
4: That's right, Timmy. Well, listen, it's been really good speaking to you, but it's way past my bedtime. I need to rest up. I need my beauty <laughs> sleep because yep. um, I've got to try and go test negative on a rapid antigen test tomorrow. So if I can do that, I might be sneaking my way into part B, our reframe, rejig trip of cavi
0: Yeah, yeah. All the best with that. I hope you uh, get the results that you're after and you're able to enjoy the rest of your holidays. Have a good one, Owe.
4: Will do, mate. I'll speak to you soon.
0: 12 minutes to 11, 12 minutes to 10 in Brisbane, in Queensland, in the Gold Coast, wherever you might be listening to this show. Um, We're going to take a short break. News is up at the uh, end of the hour. This is the Body Surf Podcast with Tim and Owe. Nine minutes to 11, nine minutes to 10 in Queensland. This is Talking Talk with Tim Renkema on the Body Surf Podcast Network. We just spoke with uh, Owe, the other co-host of this show, who is in isolation up the Central Coast. He's not doing too well, so thoughts and prayers with him. Uh, news comes up in 10, but we want to keep talking to you. Give us a call. Jump on Instagram budgie boys or bodysurf podcast also you could send us an email the bodysurf podcast at gmail.com now uh, I do apologize the uh, the phone lines are, are backed up a little bit here we will try to get back to everyone that's called through um, but yeah just a bit of housekeeping on our end uh, happy New year if I haven't already said that happy New Year. I hope you're having a good one so far. Uh if you if you've got COVID and you're in isolation, I hope we can bring you a little bit of entertainment over the next few nights because I'll I'll be doing this show live every night for the next week. 11 Sorry, 10 p.m. to midnight. <laughs> 2 hours of unfiltered entertainment. So yeah, I hope you get involved and let us know what you've been up to. And uh, yeah, just uh, I just hope you're doing all right. I, I hope you're doing all right because uh, a lot of people out there are not doing great right now. And as we just heard from Owe, the co-host of the Body Surf podcast, he's not doing great, but he'll get there. He will get there. He always does. Um, someone on the text line, I won't say who, said, Owe should drink a cup of cement. Yeah, that, no, that's not very nice. I think Owe's, Owe's a pretty tough nut. I think he's he's genuinely not well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like if you've got any advice for Owe, it sounds like he, he's keen to get some help, some assistance, some support with this, this COVID-19 thing that's going around. If you've had it and you, you've got any advice for us, let us know. You can call us on the Instagram, Buggy Boys, or Body Surf Podcast. All right, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. I don't know if it's going to work or not. I think it's working. Corey Sainsbury, welcome to the show. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Yourself. Yeah, I'm not not doing that great. I've got the the COVID. It's a it's day one for me, and uh, I'm just sort of hanging out. I'm in isolation. I thought I'll jump on the air and say good day to our lovely listeners.
5: Yeah, it's, it's day three for me, so I'm uh, I'm in iso too. I've got I've got the vid,
0: <laughs> the vid now as as um someone who's recently newly employed um how how has how your workplace taken this news
5: mate they're great uh all works all paid for i got special leave i actually think i got it at work i either got it at work or a bloody owe <laughs> so uh, they they're the only two contacts that i came in touch with but it, it, it it's for me i've just had like a little sniffle and that's about
0: it. Now for you, uh the, the main thing that must be very difficult is the fact that you can't go to a beach for a week or so. Uh have you got somewhere you can you know keep up your fitness or maybe have a bit of a swim in a pool uh, safely?
5: Yeah, I've been getting I've been getting down to a covid safe sort of area for a swim. Um Yeah. We'll leave
0: it at that. Oh, that sounds a little bit dodgy. <laughs> I I had to go to Helensburg to get a COVID test uh, this afternoon because it was the only place open. Oh, we've we've lost. Yeah. Oh no, we still got you. Um, we yeah. So I had to had had to head down south, and I thought maybe I should just jump in for a, a quick swim at Stanwell beach. Uh, but yeah, I just didn't want to risk it. Uh, I, I, I wanted to do the right thing. I, I was I was stinging for a swim, but I just thought, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've got COVID. I shouldn't be doing that right now. So I'm, I'm in my little apartment. I don't have a pool. I I've got a little bathtub. I think I'm going to jump in every day and just splash around in that. But, uh, you know, I always live in the, the dream. Like uh, I know it's sad that he's quite sick, but at least he's got that lovely pool in his place
5: yeah he's got a he's got a good pool and a good backyard.'m I'm, I'm in an apartment, but it's a nice apartment, got a balcony so I can so sunbake and watch everyone enjoy their time at the beach while I suffer inside.
0: <laughs> well, I hope you you make a speedy recovery and you're able to to get back to work and also get back into the water very soon. Now, it's five minutes till news time, but quickly, you wanted to maybe stir up a bit of beef with some Queenslanders.
5: Mate, I'm stinging to. It, it could just because I'm in ISO and I could be just angry because of that. <laughs> but, you know, you've got this cyclone swell going through Queensland. I tell you, every time we go to Queensland, you get all those Queensland boys talking it up. Oh, we were out at bloody six foot, narrow neck, whatever, rada rada rada. <laughs> I have not seen a photo of them body surfing anything bigger than about two to three foot. There's this cyclone swell raging through there. Everything's going off. Um, and there's nothing, no evidence at all. You got to I bet you next time we'll go. You know, there'll be all this talk. Ah, uh, we were charging hard, whatever. <laughs> have not seen a story. Have not seen a post. Footage or it didn't happen, guys. Come on, pull your heads in. It either happened or it didn't. If it happened, we want photos. We want footage. You know, Kira, Byron Bay, I know that's a bit hard to cross the border at the moment. But even I saw a few other guys. Uh, what's his name? That ex-Olympian up at Queensland body surfing Kira, Lasavo. Where are the Queensland... Where are the Goldie Sliders? I think uh, Owe sent Trav a message and Trav said it's too big to handboard at the moment. Well, that'll <laughs> do me. That'll do me.
0: And, and you say photos or footage or it didn't happen. They have some great photographers up there so they have no excuse because um, the winner of the, the end-of-year raffle giveaway, Quinn, Anthony Quinn, is one of the best body surfer photographers out there, so they can definitely snap a photo. Oh,
5: I'm sure. I'm sure they've got plenty of people lined up to take photos. They, uh, it's a big coincidence that they have all these cool stories, but nothing to ever prove it. I, it, it, it baffles me every time.
0: Well, um, we got an email at the start of the show from Gareth in the Sutherland Shire, and he wanted some advice about going big about maybe hitting some, some reef breaks uh, or some, some big slabby waves, maybe you can send me a note off there and I can read it out after the news because you are one of the, the, the big wave surfers out there. I think of you, I think of Nick Brabot. I think of Ricky. You guys love going out to Cape and you know how to handle that sort of wave. So maybe you can pass on some of that knowledge to Gareth and uh, I'll read that out next hour.
5: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What do you want me to email it through or just a DM?
0: <laughs> just slide into my DMs, mate.
5: <laughs> no worries, mate. Have no a good worries. night,
0: Corey, and get well soon, mate. Will
5: do. Talk to
0: you later, mate. Talk to you soon. Two minutes till news. Corey Sainsbury there. One of the, uh, well, he's he's part of the Bay, Bay Body Bashers, but also part of Team Defin. So he might actually be able to hook me up with some of those uh, little Defin pads, comfort pads, deluxe comfort pads. I'm not sure what they're called. I'll look it up and I'll let you know during the next hour. News is coming up very soon. But before that, I thought I might just uh, let you know how the Patreon's going. If you want to sign up to the Patreon, we do some really cool exclusive Content now, a lot of you did sign up to be a part of the end of year raffle, and uh, a lot of you stuck out and, and stayed with us, and um, we thank you so much for that because your support means everything to me and uh, everything to Oe and Wufo, and we uh, are just trying to work out. You know, we're getting a little bit of revenue now, and, and we're trying to work out what we might do with that money. Now we we. We've got some pretty good gear, but we do need to maybe get Oe a microphone. Um, But we also are thinking about getting some merch done soon. So stay tuned for that. Um, Yeah, Alan Rath from New Zealand, we had him on the podcast last year, an amazing artist who put together some really great designs. We've got something cooking up and it's really, really special and I can't wait to announce it, but we'll save that for when we're officially back on the Body Surf Podcast. But now this is uh, Talking Talk with Tim Renkema. We're just doing a bit of talk back radio here for the next few nights. Uh, 10 p.m. till midnight, we'll be coming to you live. And we want to hear from you, so get in touch. But uh, right now, <laughs> it's news time. Yeah, we're back. Five minutes past 11, five minutes past 10 in Queensland, and uh, thanks for tuning in. This is Talking Talk with Tim Renkema. What's going on? I've got the COVID. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, actually. I know n- nothing too serious yet, but uh, in the last hour, Owie, who's had COVID for a little bit, has has given me a little bit of uh, a prophecy of what is to come. <laughs> and I'm not looking forward to it, especially if I'm going to have a bit of a scratchy throat, if I'm going to lose my voice because I want to do this show for the rest of the week. And if I can't talk, I can't do the show. So hopefully I'm not hit too hard with that one. But yes, we want to hear from you. We want to take your calls. You can get in touch with us on Instagram, Budgie Boys, or Body Surf Podcast. You can also send us an email, thebodysurfpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. During the first hour, Gareth from Sutherland got in touch with us and uh, he just wanted some, some overall body surfing advice. And we put it out there and we got a phone call from one of the best body surfers going around, in my opinion. Corey Sainsbury, who's going to send us through some of his advice for catching some, some maybe some bigger waves. If you, if you're sick of all that whitewash, if you're sick of all those one-foot shoreys, and you want to go something a bit bigger, Corey's going to send through some tips very, very shortly, and I'm, I'm, I'll read them out to you as soon as they come through. He's sliding into my DMs as we speak, but uh, on the line now. All the way from Hornsby, we've got Lockie. Are you there, Lockie?
6: I am, Timmy. It's actually Thornley, mate. I'm about five minutes drive from uh, Hornsby, and I was actually there this evening doing some
0: late-night shopping, mate. Oh, that's risky. Uh, is it a hot hotspot?
6: Uh, look, it it's probably is, given the numbers, mate. Um, I hadn't actually listened to the news until I just listened to that bulletin you just uh, aired, and my goodness, bro, those numbers are pretty high.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, if, if those are the numbers, think about all the ones that aren't reported. Yeah, exactly, mate. Like, exactly I, right. I, I, I don't know if you heard, but I've got the, uh, I've got the COVID-19. And, yeah. uh
1: how's that going?
0: Man? <laughs> I'm doing okay. What it's, are the symptoms? It's day one, so I'm not feeling anything right now, but uh, let's yeah. uh, we'll see how we go. But, yeah, technically, I'm not even a statistic yet. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. It's standing by. I'll hopefully get my results soon. And uh, yeah, but I've been sending messages to people that I've been in touch with. Uh, Luckily, I haven't been around too many people, but, uh, uh, you know, I I got in touch with the budgie boys who I had. I've been body surfing with them every morning since Christmas.
6: (laughs) Oh, beauty, mate.
0: And hopefully uh, none of them are affected by it. Uh, You know, I'd feel so bad if I gave someone COVID because I would ruin their, their holidays.
6: Totally, but also, how how close do you guys actually get when you're body surfing? Like, is, <laughs> is it a social? I don't know. What do you do?
0: It's funny you say that because someone actually papped us from the from the shore. Someone took a photo of us saying, oh, these boys, <laughs> these boys talk more than they surf." So we do actually get yeah. pretty close and get into each other's event. And also yeah. <laughs> sometimes uh, there's I won't name him, but you know, one of the co-captains of the Budgie Boys is infamous for dropping in on people. So. He's coming ah, into close contact with other body surfers because he's always snaking waves.
6: Yeah, 10-4. He would have been your first call, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. Um, how, how have you been doing? Um, did you have a good New Year? Uh,
6: uh, mate, it was good, man. I was up the coast just in Woi Woi Bay uh, with the family. We got an Airbnb and it was awesome, mate. Just uh, It was right on the water. It was beautiful, man. It was really, really lovely time. Thank you, sir. Yeah, and uh, did, you, did you get in the water at all? Look, I did, but just to swim with the kids, um, I'm not a huge, I, you know, I'm not a grommet anymore, bro. I've grown up a little bit, and that's not to say it isn't for old people like yourself. It is, but I don't know, man. Just life's got in the way, man. I used to bodyboard um, like a savage in my teens, but uh, it's been a while, bro. So, yeah, man. I uh, Yeah, only a bit of swimming, mate. And actually, man, honestly, I get incredibly seasick. Even when I'm swimming for a certain wow. amount of time.
0: I'm serious, man. It's the balance of my ears, bro. Something's up. I wonder if you'd get less seasick if you weren't on a bodyboard. If you were just in the water naturally. Would you Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because the the board is sort of like acting like a cruise ship and it's sort of, you know, swaying back and forth. But if you didn't have that, you're just sort of in the water, moving around naturally. Maybe it's time. Yeah. Maybe it's time to make the transition from from bodyboarding to body surfing.
6: But I went, yeah, maybe you're right. I went snorkeling in Vanuatu a couple of years ago and I did get pretty seasick, honestly. I was, um, (laughs) it was pretty bad, man. And I, I wanted to stay and look at the fish, but I had to go in. It was a bit embarrassing, but, um, but yeah, man. So shouldn't we be,
0: what, how are you, mate? What's happening? No symptoms yet. Oh, people don't want to hear about COVID. A lot of a lot of uh, people are banning COVID talk because they're just sick of it.
6: <laughs> yeah. Well, but, I've stopped listening to the news, mate, because, mm. you know, everyone's talking about it. So I'm just getting it from the people that are talking about it, you mm. know, in my life.
0: Do you, do you know many people with COVID right now?
6: I don't. You're actually the first, Timmy. Oh, wow.
0: Because yeah. that that's the thing. Last time... We had a, we've had a few lockdowns here in New South Wales, and last time I never really knew anyone with it. This time, mm-hmm. it's affecting a lot of people close to me. So, uh, as you heard in the news, the numbers are through the roof. So, yeah, you're going to probably know someone with COVID. I'm surprised I'm, I'm your first because, uh, yeah, there's a few of us going around.
6: Yeah, no kidding, man. It's blowing up.
0: Now, now, how have you avoided it? Because you're out and about. You're, you're going to the shops. You're going to work. You're, you're hanging out with family <sighs> and friends. You, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just lucky at this point, man. I, I mean, I, I work at a uh, Foxtel
6: and I got to do a, a rat test every time. I guess call, do you call them rats, or do you call them rat tests? i haven't really.
0: It's kind of like ATM up. because the, the, yeah, the exactly. T the T stands for test, so it would be a test Spot test. On. Yeah, but uh, exactly, yeah, mate. I, I love a good rat, so yeah, absolutely, it's a yeah. rat <laughs> test.
6: <laughs> yes, yeah, so I've been having a rat before I go to work, <laughs> and it needs to be negative. And uh, and yeah, man, and I've just been. I don't know whether I've been lucky, mate. I'm sure it's only a matter of time, right? Before mate. we all.
0: It. Well, I'm I'm glad that Foxtel have that rat test money because uh, a lot of workplaces yeah. are not doing that. And, uh, and I know, yeah. And I don't yeah. know if you've heard, but there's a bit of a debate going on right now if these tests should be made available for free. And. Uh, Our Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, has said, no, I want retailers to to benefit from selling these. And and what's happened is a lot of people have started selling them for way too much. And they've actually, what they do is buy it in bulk. So they buy maybe big packs of, say, six, and then they split Mm -hmm. up the six pack into one pack's. And some people are actually like retailers are like photocopying the instructions and putting them into ah, because because they they're splitting them up and and they're selling them. I I bought a few for fifteen dollars each. I didn't think that was that bad, but apparently oh, that's that's no. close to like a one hundred and sixty percent markup. So, so
6: what, what yeah what do they go for, man? Because I'm getting them for free from work, and I I've never bought one. I don't know. Are they how much are they? Well, how much should they be? Yeah,
0: uh, they can they, they can it can vary. I reckon they, it ranges from maybe $10 to to all, I've heard of them going all the way up to $60 for one. Um, and that's, mm. that's a, a car service. I won't name <laughs> them, but a car service is delivering them for $60 for, for a few. Uh, was, was
6: that just in your news? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. I think I just learned that from there, bro.
0: Yeah. So um, it, it's scary because I wanted to stock up on them and, you know, it was so hard to get uh, a car, a, a test at a clinic I wanted to set up my own mm-hmm. clinic I just wanted to buy a million rat tests and say hey come on through I'll give you a, I'll give you a test and uh yeah because we we I, I took my um my brother-in-law for a driving test the other day oh, sorry a driving mm. a driving lesson Mm. And we just went to a, a car park and the car park was generally used for testing, but it was closed. So we could just do a, a driving lesson in the car park. And what Durant some pain. people are doing, <laughs> they're, they're driving their car to the, the testing clinics and they're leaving them overnight and then walking back and being first in line. Oh, my goodness, bro. Yeah. So it's it's getting crazy Damn. out there. And I feel yeah. like I know we're not in lockdown anymore and we, we're able to go out and do stuff. But we, we, we've got to start regulating this somehow because it is just going to become apocalyptic out there if we don't start putting in some, some policies and procedures.
6: Yeah, no kidding, mate, no kidding.
0: Now, if you were to get COVID-19, and um, I'll knock on wood, I'll hopefully you, you can stay safe and continue to live your life and go to work and, and do the things that you enjoy. But if you were to get it,
6: mm-hmm.
0: how much would it affect you? Like, w- w- is is your work cool with it?
6: Um, look, they're not, man. So at the moment like we've got a couple campuses and there is one campus that is having a bit of a breakout. There's been four, there's been four employees, I think now that have gotten it. And they've just, so a lot of people working overtime. They, um, I'm not sure what the time is, but I think they have to wait at least six days before they can take a test and then be negative and then be able to come back to work after that. So it just means a lot of overtimes going around, man. And it's just, hopefully we can weather it with the amount of, um, yeah, employees that we have across our team.
0: Mm, absolutely. And it's great that you are getting those free tests at work. So if if, sure. if if you come back positive, they just go, Hey mate, you uh gotta go home for for a while. Yeah,
6: that's right. And we've still gotta go get the PCR test. We still gotta wait in line for five mm. hours or I might use that trick, bro, and park my car and then the next day go but I'll
0: it's it's not it's, it, i I feel like it's so sneaky, but it would dead set yeah. work. So <laughs> yeah, <we laughs> if you, if you do have to do it, let us know how it goes. Now the best thing about being in isolation is getting to, to mm-hmm. catch up on all the things that you haven't you know, been able to do because life's been so chaotic and busy. I, I, I'm taking a moment to sit back and relax and to catch up on some, some movies and some TV shows. Um, have you been watching anything? Have you seen any films lately?
6: Bro, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a gamer man, so I've been playing a little bit of game. Um, And me and my wife, we like to play as well. We're playing a co-op game at the moment moment called um, It Takes Two. It's bloody terrific. Mm -hmm. If anyone's a co-op gamer, definitely get amongst it. You can play at Couch Co-op or online and it's bloody awesome. Um, And Halo as well. I'm a huge Halo fan, so I'm getting into that. But I've also been going to the movies, man. I went and saw June, and um, it's incredibly long, (laughs) so you need to be patient. But it, it was fantastic. Big fan. Um, and then what else man I've been meaning to go and see The Matrix as well so, mm. I don't know are cinemas are they are they closing anything I, I don't know can I still go to the movies at this point am I good to go I think you're good to go
0: they space you out I think you have to wear a mask um, but it, mm-hmm. it might be the mm-hmm. safest place to go right now who knows like not many people are doing those sort of activities because they are so worried Um, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, uh, ha- exactly. Have, you, have, have you seen Spider-Man by any chance
6: I haven't man so I'm not a huge like comic book superhero kind of guy, honestly when it comes to movies. They're a bit, I don't know, Disney fied now, you know? But mm. um but I haven't have you, man? Have you have you gone and seen it?
0: Uh I was meant to see it with some of the budgie boys the other night, but uh yeah, unfortunately wasn't able to do that. So I'm I'm wondering is it worth watching it at home or should I wait and see it on the big screen? Because people are raving about this film.
6: Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I heard it's... I don't know. No spoilers, but I heard it's pretty good, man. Yeah. I, I heard it's worth a shot. So I don't know whether you... Are you
0: a big movie goer anyway? Like, are you...
6: How often do you go to the movies? Like,
0: how many times a year? Uh, I I rarely go. I I watch a yeah. lot at home. Um, Copy that. Yes. Legally. <laughs> yeah. well oh, no. I've, i, I uh, Well, I do share a few streaming passwords. Oh, who doesn't,
6: bro? <laughs> my mum's been mooching off my Netflix for years, bro. <laughs> well, she I only when HD. When she got involved, it's
0: the it's the least you can do. You know, she did give birth to you, so.
6: Oh no! Look, I love my mum. Don't get me wrong, bro.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm keen to 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 maybe that could be a regular feature here. on – on the body surf podcasts uh, over the next few nights, we can watch some films and review them. I'm I'm keen to, sure, man. I'm keen to watch some stand up specials that I've been sitting on. Um, of course, yeah. One of my favorite comedians just released a thirty minute Netflix special. So just a short thirty minutes. Um, so I'm sa- I'm actually saving that for my birthday, which is on the seventh. I'm going to watch. And who's that.
6: that? Who's your favorite comedian?
0: Mark Norman.
6: Mark Norman,
0: bro. Yeah, one of my one mean. of my favorite comedians. So, um, yeah, like maybe we can watch some stuff together. I, I, I had this idea a long time ago to make like Netflix and other streaming services more like a social network, where you yeah. you sign in and you share reviews and you you can watch things you know kind of in real time with friends uh, remotely. Um, I actually sent an email to Netflix. Did not get a response. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But, Classic. you know, why, especially during COVID, wouldn't it be great if we could connect that way? And, and I love like sharing uh, TV shows and, and films with friends and giving them, you know, um, bad reviews and that sort of thing. So sure. <laughs> yeah. why, why can't we connect via yeah. streaming services? It seems like the ideal way to sort of connect and if they could just create it more like a, a social network platform, I think it would be really cool.
6: Yeah, dude. I reckon. People, well, I I know people are already doing that. I did it about two months ago when we were in our two week snap lockdown. that became four months. Remember that one? Mm. I, I, during that one, I was uh, I was watching movies with mates, and we would start it at the same time. So even though we weren't on a you know a streaming service per se, we were like on chat and still experiencing it at the same time. And then afterwards we could talk about it. And my wife does that as well. With I think. Um, Love Island.
0: Yes, Uh, yes. I think she does that with some of her mates. So, yeah, man.
6: I think people are already doing it right. They just need to make it accessible on the actual platforms themselves,
0: right? Yeah, just bring it all together in one place. Now. sure. I'm going to be doing something like that, I guess, tomorrow because it's day one of the Sydney Test. It's the Ashes, oh, Australia versus going. England. Um, you work at, at Fox Sports, so hopefully uh, mm-hmm. you'll be watching it, uh, whether you're at home or at work. You'll be enjoying uh, Australia have a crack at uh, making it 4 nothing, which is...
6: Oh, mate, so I was I'm, my late-night shopping was because of the SCG, so I'm actually going there. And I got a really late note call this evening just before I was leaving work um, to go to the SCG, not as a player. You know, I play Xbox, but, uh, a mate had a spare ticket and it's corporate, right? So Ooh. I had to make a late dash to Coles for some fresh shoe polish, man, because my shoes look like they've been <laughs> in lockdown, bro. Can I had I... to get the, you know, the Kiwi polish, the Renews and Protect, oh, the hand yeah, leather one. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah.
6: You know, there's little, um, yeah, I was just doing it, bro. Uh, the last hour I've sort of been polishing. I got some, um, food <laughs> handling powder free gloves on. And, uh, yeah, mate. So I'm prepped, man. I'm, I'm getting ready to go. I gotta do some mining yet, but, uh, but I'll be there, and and you said there was a chance of rain in your
0: bulletin. Yeah, definitely a little bit right. of rain expected, which uh, <laughs> some some of the English players might be rejoicing. Oh, but uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah. we get a bit of play. But yeah, I'll be I'll be watching that tomorrow, and good luck uh, in the corporate. You do have to dress up. It, it's going to be a warmish day, so uh, yeah. You, but you'll be yeah. in air conditioning. I'll tell you a quick story. Oh, well. <laughs> there was <laughs> a very well-known radio presenter. <laughs> who got invited mm-hmm. uh, to the, 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 the Gabba for day one of, the, uh, of a test match. And he, he got invited to the members. And, and yeah. it's like a huge honor to, to go to the members, right? And uh, it was pretty early, but they, was, they were already starting to serve some beverages. So he, he grabbed a schooner mm-hmm. and uh, he was having a chat to someone and he wasn't really sure who it was. And halfway through the conversation, he accidentally dropped the schooner on this bloke's shoes. And that bloke that he dropped the schooner on Mm. was the uh, acting CEO of Cricket Australia. (laughs)
6: No. Get out of town. So, uh,
0: hopefully, you don't Uh have a bundle like that tomorrow, but uh, you'll you'll be right.
6: I'm sure I'll be okay, man.
0: (laughs) And, uh, are you hoping? Who are you going to see? Who's your favorite player?
6: Oh, man. Bro, I'm not really good with the test team, eh? Who's in the test team? Um, oh man, I don't really have a favorite player. It's kind of embarrassing. I'm more of a BBL kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So I tune into cricket at Christmas for BBL right. because I love that arcade quick style, three hours you're in, you're out. Mm. So I know BBL players, you know, um, and they play when the test teams, you know, playing. So I don't really know the guys that are in the test. That's a bad excuse, isn't it? I really should know some players, you know. Who's your? No, man, I don't really have a.
0: Who's your team in the uh, Big Bash?
6: It would have to be the Sixers, bro. The Sydney Sixers, Sixers. yeah. So who's
0: your favourite player from the Sixers?
6: Um, So from the Sixers, I would probably say at the moment – I don't know the team very well. (laughs) I'm ruining myself here, man. Um, (laughs) The Sixers. Can you name some Sixers players?
0: Uh, I I like Silk. I think he's a a pretty good – Oh, he's been in there for the guy with the long neck, right? Yeah, Yeah, he's got a, yeah. A, a big, big old neck. He wouldn't be a very good NRL player, but he's a great cricket player with that neck. Yeah,
6: yeah. <laughs> yeah. what <Well> on? <done.
0: laughs> but yeah, I because I can't make it to the test, I was meant to be going day two to the Sydney test. Uh, I'll, try, oh, okay. uh, I'll try and get to a, a big bash game and uh, hopefully I'll be able to see the Sixers uh, play or even the Sydney Thunder. I think I'm going to start going for both Sydney teams just to hedge my bets. Um, for sure just so for I can sure. go, I go, go yeah just so I can watch and go to more cricket. Why not? you know I, I am a, a sixers fan. I've got've got a bit of merch but uh, yep. I, I, Again. Don't, I don't like the magenta. I, I'm not a huge fan of that really? color. Yeah, it's a bit too full-on. I wish it was more of like a salmon. A bit of a a, a more Ah, pastel y color, yeah. I uh, but I I do like the the Sydney Thunder's colours, so maybe I'll I'll start wearing a bit of their merch um, Mm -hmm. and and go into their games. Where do they play? They play at the Showground, don't they?
6: Spotless yeah, Stadium, yeah, Spotless, yes. spotless but yeah, the Olympic Park Stadium, man. I've been there a couple of times as well. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that might be, yeah, be a good day out. So yeah, if enjoy enjoy the the, the the cricket tomorrow. We might check back in with you tomorrow night if you want to give us a bit yeah, of a, beauty, an man. update for sure. Um, but yeah, maybe we can we can go to a big batch game soon.
6: Sounds like a plan, my friend.
0: Thanks, uh, thanks for calling in, Lockie. Have a great night.
6: You too, mate. All the best.
0: Lockie, uh, well, Lockie from Hornsby, or five minutes away from Hornsby. Uh, it is twenty-four minutes past 11, 24 past ten in Queensland. Get in touch. Get in touch with us. We want to have a chat to you. There's a there's a few emails coming through. I'll get to them soon. But if you want to give us a call, jump on Instagram, Budgie Boys, or Body Surf Podcast. All right, now I guess uh, if you've just tuned in, I should probably let you know that I uh, I've got COVID and that's why I'm doing this show. Uh, every night for the uh, for this week, I'll be jumping on and doing a show from 10 p.m. to midnight, and it's called Talking Talk with Tim and Oi. Although OE is pretty crook, he's also got COVID. He's a few days ahead of me, and uh, he's. He's unable to sort of co-host the show, not only because he's sick, but also technical issues. He's he's up up in the central coast, but uh, he he did call in the, during the last hour, and uh, we had a good chat, and and he 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 wanted some advice about how to deal with COVID. Although it sounds like he's at the end of it, he might be getting he might be getting out soon. He might be able to actually go for a body surf. He might actually be able to go to the cricket. He might actually get to go on his little trip to Tasmania if he is lucky, but uh, it's all up in the air, I guess. Uh, But yeah, hopefully he's doing okay, and uh, we'll we'll check in with him every now and again. Um, I'll just check the emails real quick. We've actually got something from Olivia, who is from the UK. She writes, uh, just checking in from Cornwall, UK. I'm back at work this morning outside, and it's chucking down and cold so i'm loving the show apart from the bit where you said it's 21 degrees now 21 degrees it's a it's a warmish night here in sydney but we will get hotter than that throughout this summer so uh yeah it is it is nice living in australia and getting some 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 warmer nights here uh i've got the fan on every night and uh we're doing all right here. Uh, Olivia writes, our whole family has COVID just before Christmas. We we're all fine, but I was out of the water for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be the biggest issue with getting COVID. You can't go for a swim. Um, so yeah, my, I'm with you there. I'm out of the water for the next few few days. And uh, I won't be able to probably re-enter the surf until I get a negative test and that's not going to be for a little while. So I'll be here for the next few nights doing this show. If you want to give us a call, get in touch with us on the Instagram. I will, I will, I'll check the phone line soon and and get back to some of those people who, who have called in. Um, But, you know, we, we haven't had a, you know, we've only got one phone line, so it's, it's very tricky. It's very tricky to, to to sort of run this operation. Uh, Maybe that's something we can buy with our Patreon money. We could buy uh, like uh, one of those fancy phone line things where you get multiple phone lines coming through. That could be cool. Anyways, it's 28 minutes past 11, 28 minutes (laughs) past 10 in Queensland. I'm really bad at doing the time. You've all got watches, yeah? You can just check the time yourself. This is Talking Talk with Tim Rankema on the Body Surf Podcast Network. 31 minutes past 11:31 minutes past 10 in Queensland and we have Tom from Cronulla on the line. How you doing, Tom? It's going on Ranky? Oh mate, it's uh it's it's uh yeah, it's going okay. Uh your voice is sounding a bit low. Have you got the old covid as well?
3: Uh, yeah, um um Absolutely
0: COVID positive. I reckon more than 50% of our callers tonight have have been COVID positive.
3: Oh, that's why we're... Degenerate enough to be up this late listening to you, gentlemen.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> I appreciate you tuning in this late. Uh, yeah, it's 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 almost midnight here uh, in in New South Wales, but uh, it it is only uh, you know uh, ten thirty in in Queensland. Yeah. So a, a lot of our listeners are listening from the Gold Coast and and uh, surrounding areas. So it's not too late for them.
3: Yeah, fair enough. We um, I'm I'm like four days into isolation, but my isolation had to start again today oh, because what? I got my PCR test today.
0: Uh, so, started, started so all over. So were you driving like around like a, a mad thing trying to get a test? Uh, but it was everything was closed because of the public holidays.
3: It, it wasn't just that. Like I got turned, I kept getting turned away mm. from all the ones here as well because people there were too many people trying to get tests so they could get into Queensland, I
0: guess. Yeah. And a lot of places around the Shire are shutting at, 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 midday. So it doesn't really give you a lot of time to get in there. You've got to get up early. And as, as I mentioned, some people are being a bit sneaky and leaving their cars overnight. And, ah, uh,
3: crazy. Yeah.
0: Man. But I, I had to, you know, go to Helensburg down South and, uh, they, they know what they're doing down there. <laughs> they were getting people in really quickly. However, I felt a bit uncomfortable because it wasn't a drive through. It was a lineup. And, uh, I knew I, I was in you know, I knew I had COVID <laughs> and I was in this line with other people and it just felt wrong.
3: So if those people didn't have COVID, they definitely <laughs> did after after they left the testing forty.
0: But what's gonna happen once I I get a positive test back, uh does do they all get notified? <laughs>
3: That's <laughs> right, you were a close contact from the testing centre.
0: Yeah, and that must happen a lot yeah. because people are going there because they have COVID. It's, it's, it's part of the, I guess it's it's sort of an unwritten rule, but I think it's kind of half a policy uh, if, if our government can sort of make up their mind in, in terms of what we have to do. But, like, uh, if you do test positive using a, a rapid antigen test, you, you must go to a clinic and get a proper test. So I did the right thing, but it just felt wrong.
3: Yeah, I think it, I think it's so. It's super counterintuitive. Hey, like we were. I was thinking about that today. Like even driving around in my car. Like I'm honestly I'm on. I was talking to Oe last night, and he was just like, "Mate, just take all of the drugs, and just like you got to get through the day." Because I felt like I've been hit by a truck yesterday, uh. and so I woke up this morning and I'm on, Sudafed and everything, Panadol, Nurofen, and then I was not in good shape, and I'm like. You know, I shouldn't be driving a car right now, but I've got to go. I've got to go um, go get this test. So I'm sitting there driving this car in a state where I was certainly, um, you know, shouldn't drink and drive. Shouldn't probably take as many <laughs> cold and flu tablets as I did and drive as well. But.
0: Well, maybe they should yeah. get rid of RBT testing and just do COVID testing. Right. <laughs> That's the only yeah. way to get a test Mo- around here is getting pulled over by a mobile,
3: cop. <laughs> mobile COVID. Testing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, right. yeah, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad. You. Uh, it, it sounds like you, you've had a bit of a, a shocker, and oh. it, it sucks that you've kind of ha- have to restart today. Oh. But uh, if you're able to to produce a negative test soonish, because you have had this for a while, will you be able to go outside and go back to work and see your friends? and family
3: yeah well work's works keen to have me back but they've also been pretty good to say just let us know what's going on Mm. but like where like i'm really lucky that i've had good access to the rapid test through them as well they're like saying we'll express post you a packet test and just do a test every day until you get a negative one
0: yeah yeah and then you
3: can come back so because i think it's yeah i'm not sure when they look at it if it's the day you started isolating or if they're hard from the day that you did the test I've been, like, I've been sick for a while. Mm. So,
0: well, yeah. I, I kind of picked it up. I, I think I picked it up pretty quickly. I think like I, I, w- I was probably COVID positive like last night and this morning. So today is my day one, uh, <laughs> regardless of when I get my actual results back. But yeah. I, I won't be able to return to work until I produce uh, an official negative reading. So uh, I'll, I'll have to... Who yeah. are you, the eleven. Yeah yeah I'll 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 be uh watching all of the cricket here at, at home and I'll uh, I'll be spending my birthday in isolation but uh you know it, oh. it, it's it's what you got to do it's it's it is what it is and uh we'll, we'll we'll be all right and it's it's not the end of the world you know there'll be cricket another time and uh it's only my my 32nd birthday it's not like a big one or anything
3: you can come isolate with me, Ricky. It sounds like our cycles have matched up. <laughs>
0: we'll
3: watch the cricket together.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I'll, 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 be, I'll, I'll be doing something with the cricket tomorrow, as, as we were talking about with our last call, caller, Lockie. Uh, it, it, the cricket's great because everyone can technically watch it in sync. So you can yeah. jump on um, some sort of... Uh, text message or chat, chat message a thing and, and just have a chat with your friends and uh, yeah, talk absolute rubbish while the cricket's on but and you're a bit of a cricket fan. What what do you think uh, is going to happen tomorrow?
3: Oh, I was listening to um, um, I know that Triple M do a show called Willow Talk and mm. they were doing their hot takes of tomorrow and I think everybody's just in the same boat. They were just like we're just surely we've just pumped the English into the ground again tomorrow. Like yeah. Like like they're just they're just awful.
0: If you've got tickets to day three, is it a half no, like, Is it is it gonna be a half day of cricket?
3: Well they're pra yeah, they're praying for rain. <laughs> well, Did you hear about the guy <laughs> who booked three days in Melbourne, mm. go to the cricket three days in Melbourne, he booked day three, four and five. <laughs> he got an hour and twenty minutes of cricket on day three. And then he had two and a half days to spend in Melbourne.
0: Uh There's
3: not that much to do in Melbourne
0: for <laughs> <since> the days. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I can I can confirm that there could be some showers tomorrow. Twenty eight degrees with a low of twenty one. Uh, a chance of showers. So um, it's looking like there might be some interrupted play. Um, and 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 won't the English just love that? They'll be having some scones and tea and just talking to each other. Although they uh, do they have do they can they hang out together? I'm not sure what the rules are. Uh,
3: I I. I don't know if they're if they're all hanging out at the moment, um, but like I mean, again, they would be. I, I heard their PCR testing every day, so mm. they're like they're they're not taking any chances. So it's like I think if it, one of them gets it, all of them gets it.
0: Mm. Well, I,
3: I I I still think that they were behind giving coronavirus
0: to Pat Cummins. <laughs> wouldn't yeah imagine if we had him in uh in 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 uh in uh yeah in melbourne like what <laughs> oh man um but yeah hope ho- like hopefully uh yeah he'll be ready to go in Sydney and um, Hazelwood's out with with COVID uh Ooh. No, Hazel, Hazelwood
3: still is side strain. Trav heads out
0: with him. that's right. So, uh, so, so yeah, um, it, it it's great to see some some people get an opportunity. I'm keen to see Usman Khawaja back in the team, and he loves playing at Sydney, so that's really great. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Boland will will have another crack on an SCG yeah, pitch.
3: I was, I was surprised to see, like, I mean, not that it wasn't. I just thought he's gonna be he's gonna go the way of Brad Hodge, who's of. Oh, you know, score two hundred for your nation fame and get dropped. Mm. Um, I thought he was going to have a blinder and then get dropped for the next test. But you know, glad that he's getting another run. That was that was ridiculous. Did you watch that live?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: <laughs> that was like I've never seen anything like that.
0: Um, and one uh, uh, one of one of our mutual friends uh, said he he's not that good on the MCG, but. I've heard otherwise, like everyone was saying he loves the MCG and he, he plays there often uh, through the, the big bash. And it's just funny that like <laughs> it only took, you know, uh, someone um, not being able to play to give him a chance and then like something spectacular happens. And a similar thing happened with, I think, the new wicketkeeper Keeper, Kerry. I think he's doing really well.
3: Yeah, I think like it's good to see them doing so well and getting a chance and I'm like I'm glad that we've been able to be so dominant to give people like to allow like people like Cameron Green to be able to stay in the side and not have to make runs to keep their spot because he's going to be such a good player for the next 20 years or 15 years probably Mm. like it's nice for them to be able to you know be in the team without any pressure to hold their spot
0: Mm. Did you? We we had an English caller uh, in the first hour, and uh, he suggested that Alistair Cook makes a return.
3: Yeah, right. Well, I mean, quite frankly, I know that they've got Beefy up in the up in the commentary box at the moment. Maybe put the pads back on Beefy because they need <laughs> they need anything that they can get at the moment.
0: It must be hard being an English commentator.
3: <laughs> they would be not like. You just listen to like. I feel like every time you see is, – is Michael Vaughan on the Fox commentary. Every time you see his face, he just dies a little bit inside when he's got to talk about the state of the English game at the moment. Do
0: you know who's got a hard job? He used to come out a, a bit um, back in the days of Wide World of Sport. Mark Nicholson, he's doing uh, Channel 4 highlights <laughs> over in, in, in England. So he's got to put together a package of highlights that goes to air every night. What would you? What would you show?
3: <laughs> <laughs> the one boundary they hit for the day. <laughs> it would just. Be- in fairness, like in fairness, like no, I don't think anybody predicted that test in the MCG to go the way it did. Like mm. England fought their way back and actually bowled super super well to you know to actually knock us over for a bad total. Like it, like we wouldn't have been happy with that because MCGs typically a road mm. and then like they get rolled for 68 like oh my gosh like i thought it was so weird that joe Root come out after the second test saying uh oh, the bowlers just bowled the wrong lengths and that's why we lost it's like mm. mate do one of you idiots want to actually make some runs mm. or all right he's there. look they're all at sea and i'm enjoying watching it it'd just be nice for them to produce a little bit more cricket so i don't you know I mean, I feel like I've been robbed of, what, eight days of cricket? from That's them right.
0: Now. I think, um, yeah, I think uh, England have been in isolation longer than they've played cricket.
3: That, that, was, that was actually hectic, wasn't it? They <laughs> lost the, what was that stat? They lost the Ashes in 12 days and they were in <laughs> isolation for two weeks. Uh,
0: what are your predictions for tomorrow in Sydney?
3: Oh, I think we win the toss, we bat, and we bat for a very, very long time. Yeah. Steve Smith to score 200
0: <laughs> that would be nice he right? loves
3: him yeah yeah, yeah, TV, yeah right. absolutely and
0: then uh then they head to tasmania a bit later on uh how do you think we'll go there
3: yeah that's gonna be like i mean it kind of feels like tasmania is the only sort of place that's similar to english conditions right mm. where they're gonna you know you get a bit of the colder weather and maybe you know constantly overcast and the ball does a little bit but They've just shown an inability to make runs. I don't think that they can – I think they've got to hope for rain and eke out a draw somehow. Well, it's, I, I just can't see them batting against our lineup.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely English conditions over in Hobart. It's currently 13 degrees uh, tomorrow, top of 19 with a low of 14. So, yeah, it's a, it's a bit cooler uh, uh, down in, in, in Tassie, but um, I, I still don't think it's going to be enough to, to give England a victory.
3: No, I don't think so either. How Do you know if owe oh, has been able to reschedule his trips? Has he?
0: Yeah, he's he's been playing around with some things. Uh, I think he's still looking at getting there. He might even be there during.
3: Uh, that's, the... That's what i was thinking. Maybe maybe we sh- you could get a you could get a uh, correspondent in the stadium.
0: That maybe. would be really cool, Tommy. Thanks so much for calling in, and uh, we will we'll chat again soon uh, and uh, enjoy the cricket tomorrow.
3: You too, mate. Touch base soon.
0: Tommy from Cronulla. Thomas from Cronulla there. And uh, yeah, we, we're still here for uh, you know another 16 minutes. So if you want to be our final caller for the night, maybe uh, get in touch with us via Instagram. It's uh, Budgie Boys or Bodysurf Podcast. You can also send me through an email, podcast at gmail.com. Still waiting for Corey to send through his tips uh, about catching big waves. Gareth. From Sutherland, he he wrote an email to us earlier in the uh, in the show and wanted some advice on you know trying out some bigger waves, maybe some some reef breaks. And Corey was going to send through some tips. So uh, if if we don't get them from Corey by midnight, we'll 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 bring them to you tomorrow. So uh, stay tuned for that. That's going to be uh, a big one. Uh, alrighty. So yeah, if you want to be our our final caller. Get in touch with us. Would love to hear from you. What are what are you what are you up to? What are you up to tonight? It is almost midnight, so it's uh, it's quarter to midnight here in Sydney. It's uh, quarter to eleven in Queensland. No Queenslanders are called in. That's that's bad form. Uh, you know it's it's still early over <laughs> over there. So I'd love to hear from someone, especially from the Goldie Sliders, because uh, Corey Sainsbury, cute boy Corey, called you out said uh you're all a bunch of bunch of sooks I'm paraphrasing there but he, he kind of said there's some big swell up there and everyone's just sitting by looking at it no one's jumping in the water Robs from Maruba is on the line hey Robs how you doing
2: Good, mate. You'll have to talk up. I'm wearing a towel.
0: (laughs) The first Simpsons reference for the night goes to you. (laughs)
2: Thank you. I thought you'd appreciate that one. I was holding it for you.
0: Well, you are our last caller, and I mean ever because this is not a call in show.
2: Is it not a call in show?
0: (laughs) That's a Simpsons reference. Oh, is it? Sorry, i missed yeah. it. <laughs> no, um, good, no, oh, good, mate. I've only j- just been binge watching Simpsons for the last, you know, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Do you get into the new stuff or just the old
0: stuff? Yeah, this is a good question. Where's the cutoff? I definitely don't watch the new stuff. It's awful. Uh, is it when he gets a plasma or is it cutoff? Well, I think it's well before then. There, there's a, someone wrote an essay and, and sort of made a video essay on YouTube about, you know, the episode where Principal Skinner. Is an imposter, and there's actually yeah, yeah that he sort of said this episode is very very funny and has some great jokes, but it's where the Simpsons started to jump at the shark, and uh, yeah. it's a really good essay. You should check it out. But um, yeah, I still keep watching. I don't, I don't know. I'm. I, I you know what? I'll I'll jump on Disney Plus. I'll watch a few newer episodes, and I'll let you know where the cutoff is tomorrow. <laughs> Fair enough. What have you been up to, Robs? I actually got in the water today, mate. A uh, bit of swell
2: came through. You know, it's not just the Queenslanders getting a bit of bit of surf. So I got down at Coogee um, this afternoon. I was actually pumping, got in yesterday. I'm feeling a bit chased in the underarm, but it was a good day.
0: Was there a wave to be had?
2: Yeah, definitely a wave to be had. I think it's you know Sydney. I think we got like the good part of it. I think the beaches today were a bit blown out, but Coogee just behind, I guess, Wedding Cake Island, gets a nice shorey. Um, and I had a very good afternoon session. It was great, you know, good to get in the water and body up.
0: Now, I love Wedding Cake Island, and I was told that Wedding Cake Island is the reason that there is actually no waves at Coogee because it sort of blocks off any swell coming through. Is that is that true? Yeah, I guess. Like, I guess
2: there are waves when there's bigger, when it's bigger, I think it's also a big valley as well. So it's like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't get, doesn't get through as much because it gets to deep water and so it just dissipates.
0: Now, now um, me, but yeah, like I heard that as well. Now, me and, me and a few of my, my mates have always talked about swimming out to Wedding Cake Island and back. I think it's about 7Ks. Have you ever gotten close to it? No, nah, it's, my, it's my New Year's resolution to swim this year. Oh, amazing. Amazing! They do,
2: the, they do the wedding cake swim every December and this year I was a little bit hungover the day off
0: <laughs> and I was like, you know what,
2: this year I'm going to do it.
0: Now, I recently did a, a smaller swim. I, I swam from South Cronulla to Shark Island. Uh, which is, I think, about 4Ks there and back. Like, it's, 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 you know, wedding cake would be, I'm thinking close to, is it 14, I'm guessing, is it 7Ks there and back? So, yeah, I'm trying to find it. Too, so. <laughs> um, the so, Island, they call it the Coogee Island, it's um, 2.4K. Oh, that's not too bad. So... I'm I'm keen to do it with you, Robs, uh, and I won't be able to do it for a while because I've got the COVID. But when I am cleared, uh, can can we do it together?
2: We can do it together. I think it's in. Oh, you know what? I've got the dates here. If you oh wait, no, I don't.
0: I think it's in December every year. So we've we've missed it. uh, (laughs) We we can do we can do our own unofficial. Yeah yeah answering? yeah or you
2: can I might need the training I don't know if I can swim that far on Oh I'll, on a,
0: on a wind. I'll tell you a little a little trick is is to wear your flippers it makes it a lot easier I don't,
2: I don't know if it is sometimes though I feel like long swims like getting in the motion of it the flippers tie you out a little bit I don't know I've been doing a bit of ocean swimming I feel like you can swim further or longer just without anything cuz you sort of just by yourself but once you are sort of you know in the well, obviously in the swell you need your flippers mm. but in the open water I feel like sometimes having your flippers can weigh you down and tire you out mm. I don't know, is that just me?
0: Uh, I, I disagree because uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well it wasn't a huge swim but I did the shark island swim with flippers and it was very, very easy um, yeah. I always do this thing when after a body surf I take off my flippers and just have a swim without them just to the yeah, feel like the difference feet. yeah, it's it's a, weird, it's a weird sensation yeah,
2: yeah, I, I, I want to I was like, oh, I'll take my flippers off, see if I can swim against this rookie, you know, just in case I lose them one day. Hmm. I, di- I didn't. <laughs> I, um, I couldn't swim against it. I got about, you know, half an hour in. I was like, I might have to put my flippers on back here or, you know, or, or just, you know, drift off over to New Zealand.
0: <laughs> now, Rob's a uh, question without notice, uh, as most questions are. Uh, what's the surf looking like tomorrow?
2: Surf is, I think it's big. I think it's still on a little bit tomorrow. I think we're, we're good in the morning. I'll be down at probably Coogee tomorrow. I think Maruba will still be blown out. I'm sure if anyone's in the eastern suburbs, some of the East Sydney body surfers will definitely be around Bronski and Tamarama. Um, Bondi in the middle of the flag this afternoon was pretty good. So you've got a, a number of different choices. But, um, yeah, I think the main beaches are still going to be whitewashy blown out with that spark, like one that's sort of hidden around the sort of cool area. Um, and then and then yeah, could you should be good. So get some protection, go to the protected beaches. They're good. Owie of, of um, the Body Surf podcast fame, I don't know if you know Owie, he's a <laughs> mate of mine. He sometimes go by Matt. He was talking about Yara having a swell and I went there this morning nice and early and I was as flat as anything could be. <laughs> and another another time I just thought why do I ever listen to Ollie when it mm. comes to mm. You know? Trust your gut, and it's, often it's whatever Oli says it's not. But it should be good. Now, I just want to point out, mm. there are some Queenslanders still getting some waves.
0: Okay.
2: I know that little cute boy, the oinky oink, um, was was having some. But um, my mate, Dr. Lard, Lardman, Lardman Daint, and I probably should know his name because we've chatted a few times, a couple of the Cool and Wedge boys have been getting some, some bangers over the last couple of days.
0: Nice, and nice. So, I don't know if
2: you've seen that, but, you know, the Ripper, Hellboy Ripper Jack had a couple of bangers I saw there. So I just wanted to give them a shout-out. There's some good ones. Well, um, also, a big shout-out there to Janice as well. Um, Janice of Hey, My Name's Janice fame. One of, I think, the funniest things ever. <laughs> um, yeah, shout-out to him.
0: So is, 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 is it... Fair to say that that the cool the Coolum gang uh, uh, getting prepared for their little comp.
2: And uh, yeah, I think that they're they're always prepared. I think those guys live in the water more than any other body surfing group. I mm. think they're there all the time. I think they're ready and going. And how are
0: you, how are you feeling about the the possibility of interstate travel?
2: It'd be good, mate. It'd be, I'm stoked. I've I've got work down in Victoria, so. One day I might be able to go do my job, but you know, happy to be stuck up here for
0: now. I guess. Wait, uh, this sounds like a body surf podcast exclusive. Are you thinking about moving to Victoria?
2: No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. I just go down there for work sometimes.
0: Interesting. Okay. Well, at no, least the you're, water's uh, too
2: cold. I went for a swim down there in Geelong a couple of weeks ago, and I'm absolutely freezing, and the water's not very good, and I've no swell. Have, have, we can't do that.
0: Have you surfed at Urban Surf?
2: Yeah, I've done an urban surf in the middle of the winter, and um, as much as everyone said we're, a, you know, a a, a thick sweat, sweat uh, a thick wet and some booties, I definitely did not, and it was just it's so cold, it's ridiculously cold. It's like colder than any water would get in, in
0: Sydney. <laughs> Oe and I swam it in our budgies, and it wasn't too bad.
2: When did you go summer, Sean?
0: Uh, yes, was it September? I think.
2: Yeah, I think I went in like the, the depth of winter.
0: Right. Yeah, that will do. So it. Then
2: it was in between the two COVID breakdowns.
0: And then you've got that awkward uh, thing of like taking your wetsuit on the plane.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, um. what do we do? I had a hotel. I got, as soon as I got off the I was there for a couple of days. So as soon as I got off the plane, I went straight to the, the surf pool. And then, but I had checked in baggage, work paid. So I was, I was sorted. It was okay. Mm.
0: What are, what's your new besides swimming to, to wedding cake island? What's your what's your new resolution, Robs? I think
2: it's uh, I think that's a big one. It's just you know maybe lose a couple of the kegs. I feel like after you, after our very long spell of no surf or no swell in Sydney, and then you know lock a couple of lockdowns and Christmas into it, and you turn around and you put on 10, 15 kilos. So trying to get rid of that, and I think that the swim works into it.
0: Yeah, are you going to intervene in any other ways? Are you going to maybe cut back on the beers or diet or go to the gym or are you just going straight into the surf?
2: Yeah, a bit of all of it actually. I've been getting into the uh, – and I think we've had a little chat about that – into the non-alcoholic beers, kind yeah, yeah. of cut down on on all the alcoholic ones. Um, there are a couple of good ones out there, the non-alcoholic beers. I think they suit body surfing well as well. Mm. I think maybe it could be a, the next, you know, hairy man non-alcoholic. Oh, I
0: would uh, I'd, I'd love to pitch. I've, I've pitched yeah, uh, uh, to a few breweries to see what they, they uh, want to do. I've got a few mates in that industry, but yeah, we got to definitely have a chat to Harry man and see what they can do. There are a few non-alcoholic beers sort of promoting themselves as sports drinks. So <laughs> maybe we can make a body surfing, a uh, non-alcoholic beer that the community can get yeah. around. What's your go-to? I know you've been on the nonies for a while. Yeah, I, I, I there's there's a few I like. Um, there is uh, a, a, a brewery called Big Drop. Yeah, they they make some really nice uh, pails. Very uh, different to One
2: Drop.
0: Very different, and I get them mixed up all the time. Uh, one Drop, I yeah. don't believe make a non-alcoholic yet, but again, we'll pitch it to them. Um, yeah, Big Drop, I really like. I also like the the Heaps Normal XPA. Um I think that that's a lot of people's go to. I also like another one called Free Time. Um but yep. I can give you an extensive list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we do. We need
2: a we need a forty five minute beer, non non beer review potentially next <laughs> next time. So I'll take nothing less than forty five
0: minutes. But I tell you what, some of these beers, like you, you, you drink a few of them and and you feel pretty bloated and uh you, you, yeah you you don't get a buzz, but you 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 feel like you could sink. You so. get the gut still? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Um, so they've yeah, got yeah, they've yeah. got some kilojoules in them, so you you do have to be careful still. But um, yeah. at least you can yeah. still uh, swim.
2: I think it's less than a toast still. You know what I mean? I feel like sometimes the issue is you go out and you got you got water, coke, or a beer. You know what I mean? Mm. So what do you choose?
0: Yeah, and and uh, some places it's more expensive to to get a non alcoholic option. Uh, they go, you know, it's, yeah. it's cheaper to get a beer. So yeah, it is. It's a big change, but uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, and um, you know, we, there's so many options out there now, and uh, I think everyone's getting around them. So yeah, I think it's going to be easier and easier as time goes on.
2: Fair enough. I uh I met a I met a a wedge a wedge swimmer today. Could you? Mm. A, a, a Californian. Oh yeah. We were sort of just sitting down. I was talking to one of the the lads as I got out of my surf, and I've got the yucca the yucca fins, as you probably know, or we've spoken about before. Mm. And they're quite rare to get in Australia. And this guy comes over to me, and he's Yankee, you know, um, accent. he's like, oh, where where'd you get those fins from? Well, because we ordered a fair few of them. Mm. Um, he looks He Feels like you know he was shocked to see him in, you know, a little pudgy thing because they're, they're from there. But it was good to see that the body surfers are coming over to Australia to test it out. And, you know, he was, he was saying it was pretty solid today in yeah. there. So if he's comparing that to Wedge, pretty happy with
0: that. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, just letting you know, we've we got to get out of here really soon. But uh, maybe you could be the first caller tomorrow night at 10 p.m., um, but I might get you. Yeah, I might get you to to do the sign off while I got you here. So uh, we got to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. Uh, this has been talking talk with Tim and Oi. Uh, Oi is uh, going to join us again tomorrow via phone because he's not doing well. But we got to get out get out of here. Robs, do it all again real soon. But remember,
2: it's always overhead when you body surfing. <laughs> and five in a row from the ashes. <laughs> Go Australia. Bye. Yeah, boys.